Hello, this is your host, Paul Harvey at Life, Passion and Business. I realise I put this at the end of the programme most of the time. And I also realise I don't often listen to the end of podcasts. So I thought about it, i tell you here before we get started. So the first thing is this podcast is not supported in any way. We have no sponsorship. So if you would like to support us, do check out the Buy Me A Coffee link on this podcast app. And you also find it at the website. Now, also, if you are interested in the five questions and would like to answer them yourself, do check out the resources tab at the website because the five questions is available as a workbook and an ebook. And if you want to know why that's important, check out the end of the podcast or go and check out the resources tab at the website. That's enough for me. Let's get on with the program. My name is Paul Harvey, and you are listening to Life, Passion and Business, a podcast born out of my desire to find greater meaning in life at the time when I thought there was none. Since that day, I have spoken to hundreds of people, and what I have discovered is that our story is everything, because what we do, feel or experience is based on the stories that we tell ourselves. It's time to explore what it means to live a good life. How do we make this experience better? And more importantly, how do we lead the world to a better place? Hang on a minute. Why is this not a known thing? Why doesn't, why, why does it, you know, why does some guy, you know, chap just saying, that, you know, this is happening. Why can't it be done? And again, it turns out that licensing, you know, doing anything on water, um, you know, trying to take something uh, abstract and turn it into a reality is actually difficult. As I mentioned at the weekend show, we were talking about that blank sheet of paper, that idea that you could take something out of a dream and turn it into something that was a reality. How you could, how you could live in the dreamland and yet bring it into the now. And the poem we talked about has that amazing phrase in it, which says, what urgency calls to your love? What shape waits in the seed of you to grow and spread its branches against a future sky? It talks about the idea of the thing, the intent that will blossom into a tree in a future sky. And it reminded me so much of Howard Gunstock because I've been around Howard for over three years now and I really get the sense of that is what Howard did. Howard had this seed that was planted in a conversation and he has taken it and birthed it into something amazing. So I promised I would catch up with Howard this week and I have to be honest, I had that that plan already in mind because I knew his project had launched. So to give a little bit of background of Howard, so Howard has a history in the HR world. And what is so amazing is that he has completely shifted his perspective purely and simply because of his yearning to do something about climate change. It was that listening to to what he heard was the problem. And he heard there was a solution and it was like, you know this is possible and that's how carbon capture was born and there have been so many false starts with this project for various reasons which you will hear some of it but today we're now standing at the precipice when this project is launching and i really wanted to share it with you because i think we need more people like howard in the world making a difference 
living a life which is challenging on many respects, but because they want to make a difference in the world in a completely different way to how we've been making a difference before. We're not talking about rockets to Mars. We're talking about actually changing the world we live in and making it a better place. So this is Howard Gunstock talking about carbon capture and the journey he has been on. So, Howard, look, you and I met about three years ago. It must have been about that, at least. Um, and you, know, you came on the podcast and we were kind of talking about your, your journey from a HR professional to a seaweed man. I was like, that is some journey. <laughs> and like, you know, it's like there was like you had a, a very steep learning curve and lots of things. So how did it go? Because we're now I, I know this is it. We're launched. Yeah. Skirt, we're launched. Well, in theory, we're launched. <laughs> And you've frozen on me. Oh, no, you haven't now. You're moving oh, I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> Brilliant. Going well, isn't it? It uh, is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I would say, in truth, it, 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 the, 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 ni- the nice way of putting it is it didn't go according to plan. Um, I think that I think that's I think that's a fair assessment. Yeah, well, the um, way to A to B is often the squiggly line, isn't it? Yeah. So... Um, and I don't mean—I mean—I mean this tongue-in-cheek, but obviously, who would think trying to explain a conceptual business to government, uh, government administrators, and license uh, uh, license providers, and sea sea fishermen, and the general public would be uh, a difficult process and concept for them to get because. To me, it was really straightforward. This is what you do. This is what you do, uh, and you, this, 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 and this, and all of a sudden, you've got a service that that captures carbon to fight climate change. It literally was, um, it was like rocket science to them. And uh, when we got some headway forward with the with the um, with licensing, we managed to lose funding. When we got some headway forward with some funding. That we need to start off. We lost certain commitments, um, and it's just been um, just unfortunate uh, all along the way. And to get all your ducks in a row, and then the website not functioning, and and the things needed to be explained in a certain way, it almost felt like um, it wasn't going to happen. And then over the last two or three months, it really became a lot, a lot clearer. I've got a lot, a lot, a lot of people in the, in, in the team managed to start to, to, uh, to really start to, to pull their weight. Um, a lot of things that were, you know, difficult and resting entirely on mine and Dave's shoulders suddenly, suddenly became managed and, uh, and, 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 you know, over the course of the last, I guess, month or so, really, um, it felt like it was going to happen and mm. eventually lost. Thank heavens. We launched. We had a little bit of a soft launch. We did some some effective live user acceptance testing. Had some wonderful feedback. Um, yeah. So uh, a roller coaster is is probably you know the, the 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 throwaway word of how it's been over the last three years. But so I remember you. To... I remember the story at the beginning. You were sitting in a in a was it a climate change meeting or something or something, and you were sitting there listening to the thing about climate change and hearing Greta Greta speak or something. And you kind of go. No, it was a, it was a, it was a video on, it was a video on climate change, um, uh, done by a chap at Southampton 
um, University or Sir Hampton Soho University. Really good. He was a he was a director and um, a producer of it. He produces really great um, uh, uh, thirty minute, forty minute uh, documentary. And at the end of it, he was talking about um, the the models on UN climate change. Um, and they have, there's this this old image which looks like loads of extractor fans or um, or um, uh, sort of artificial coolers, uh, cooling machines uh, in, uh, going on ad infinitum. Um, uh, and he was saying that these machines that extract carbon hadn't been invented yet. Uh, he said if only there was something natural there going uh, doing that. And the joke was obviously trees. That joke landed in the audience really well, um, considering. And then Dave. This chap behind me said, you know, seaweeds and kelp grow 30 times faster than trees. And in my head, it felt like, hang on a minute, why is this not a known thing? Why doesn't, why, why does it, you know, why does some guy, you know, chap just saying, you know, this is happening, why can't it be done? And again, it turns out that licensing, you know, doing anything on water, um, you know, trying to take something uh, abstract and turn it into a reality is actually difficult. Um, mm. uh, I, and I don't really take no for an answer. I mean, that's an interesting point, though, and it's a point for our audience to consider here. You know, When you talk about the, 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 the most people think about combat, com, competing, com, combating climate change, getting bloody words out, uh, as a, I'll plant some trees, I'll, I'll do some tree planting or, or I'll invest in some of that. But what they seem to forget or don't, don't hold on to that is it that's only half the conversation. It's not even half the conversation. Because you, yeah, this, you, you, plant, you, plant, you plant a tree and then you've got no guarantee. Someone's got to protect that tree for the next 30, 40 years. And even then, what happens to the tree afterwards? So there's there's a lot that goes into that narrative, right? Uh, and we can blame Hollywood a little bit for some of it because when you know Fred down the road decides he thinks he's going to plant a tree, he thinks he's getting a tree, but really he's getting a little sapling tree. Uh, and you have to you know to break it down that trees are like children; they take twenty or thirty years to become useful at what they're meant to be doing, which is capturing carbon, growing naturally, doing stuff. Um, and there, and there's this whole process behind it. So <laughs> trees are an essential part of, of sustaining our ecology, but they're not going to happen fast enough in the current environment that we're, that, you know, the current situation we're in. You know, the the old marketing analogy of fast, good, and cheap. Mm. The trees are the cheap ones, and they're definitely not fast. So that so you what you need something is good. Uh, 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 and fast, and that isn't that by well, definition. That's, that's where those big machines come in. You know, those big, big machines, all, all, the, all the fans and also things. Also, not cheap. Also, have a footprint. <laughs> well, they need energy to drive the buggers, don't they? That's the problem. And that one, that's quite where yeah. that bit's coming from. Unless you're going to burn some oil. <laughs> yeah. So, so all of those <laughs> things in in, in in combination make you know uh, we have to be looking. At the more effective solutions to, to slowing down and combating climate change. Mm. So obviously you've got, so what is your process? I mean, like, okay, so we, I know we, we know it's growing seaweed. What, I mean, is it a particular type of seaweed? Is it, you know, is, is it, oh, is that area dependent? What, what's, what's the game, what's the game here? It's going to be area dependent. We're trying to use, we're trying to use 
effectively the service that we're providing or the solution that we're providing is finding you know, fast growing uh, nature based solutions and, and creating you know, what the technical term is and uh, 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 um, uh, a circular ecology business model. And really, what that means in plain simple language, um, and I'm testing this out at the moment, is we use nature and, na and nature processes to combat the effects of imbalance caused by human activity and burning fossil fuels, effectively. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, it's you know, just in the same way that people have been, you know, growing. Uh, vineyards for years, you know, grapes are growing and growing on our planet, you know, for ages. There are there are, there are good conditions, but you create vineyards to drink more of that. Well, that's what you know we're doing with our, our with our seaweed. We're using the the, you know, the natural effects of our oceans and weightlessness in the ocean to to capture vast amount of CO two really really quickly. And when you're talking quickly, you're talking you know, within six to eight months. That's the 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 the, the, the you know, the growth, the, the, the lifespan of that of that seaweed. Then we harvest it, and then we do something with that pro, uh, with the seaweed. So it's removing the CO two and carbon from the oceans. We turn it. In this case, we're turning it. And the first test cases, we're turning it into a, a form of biochar, uh, and then we're giving that, activating that biochar, and we're putting it on farmland to help farmers um, have, you know, have eight, for two things. One. It helps us sequester CO2 because it's a solid form of carbon. And second of all, it, it relieves some of their reliance on artificial fertilizers and pesticides, which improves soil health. And effectively, what we've been doing on land is destroying biodiversity below, below ground by spraying artificial fertilizers and pesticides on our, on our foods. Mm. So by reducing that, you're increasing biodiversity below ground and reducing the amount of CO2 uh, in, in our oceans and from our atmosphere. Mm. Mm -hmm. And I guess there are other opportunities for that <clears throat> that material as you get more and more of it. I mean, it can, as you say, it can all be it can all of be course. turned to biochar. But um, yeah, I, I think I think there's there's a lot to be said about making you know, making smart decisions. You know, that's the first version. You know, we, we would love to be able to get to a scale where we're creating artificial plastic, uh, yeah, bi uh, plastics from seaweeds. Um, you know, there's there's a really good case that you can use it as building aggregate. So literally, you're building homes that are going to be constructed, which sequester it, which are sequestering CO2. So obviously, not necessarily with concrete, maybe with lime creek, which is a much more sustainable solution. And any other ideas that we you know that others have that we have that we can create. If it's, I guess the question is, yeah, to... you've got to get the volume of seaweed, don't you? Really, you need to have so much seaweed, you don't know what to do with it. That's what that's what that's the position you want to be in, in a way. So let's go back to the first question or the uh, question about a million meters of. Lines oh yeah, okay, that's in the next water. question. Yeah, okay, yes, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, so that's that's why we're trying to get to that 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 stage because that's a that's a you know that's a that's a real uh, that's a real landmark when you've got a million meters of rope in the in the ocean. You're going to be creating hundreds of thousands of tons of CO2, um, and that's the hope. And then the next stage, once we get to a million metres of rope, is how do we get to a million hectares? Yeah, absolutely. And then how do you get to you know, 100 million hectares? Because when you look at it from a, uh, from a purely, uh, 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 from a physics perspective, right, the, the, you know, uh, and, 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 and a land mass perspective, I say, so, you know, our planet is 30% land and 70% water. If I planted trees in every available space 
Okay. Look about you know, look at that space. America, America is itself is like one point five percent of our of our land mass on our planet. If you provide planted every uh, trees in every every uh, uh, land mass backyard front yard uh, space there was, you know, you'd only be able to sequester the CO two eventually from ten percent of this year's or last year's emissions. That's what uh, that's what the statistic was. But if you were to be able to get uh, a virtual or a network of seaweed farms the size of Australia, which is a similar sort of size to the landmass as America, you'd be able to reduce the CO2 emissions from the 20th century. Right? That's a, that's a huge amount you know, uh, 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 volumes over 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 a over 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 a gestation period. Of that's cycle. a new industry. That is a, a new industry, isn't it? You'd have to. I mean, the processing of that of a sort of volume would just be immense. Of course, and and the thing is, the target's huge, right? And, and we, you know, by any way, shape, or form, we don't feel that we're going to be able to, uh, you know, the industry. We'd love to be able to get a, a, a head start on it. We'd love to be able to be the early adopters that create, you know, some sort of inertia. And the reality is, you know, we would like to have a number of farms in our locale, so we're we're doing the most amount of good in the in the in the, in the quickest amount of time. Um, so it, it feels like there, you know, there are opportunities mm. aplenty. Um, we'd like to be able to get into sort of. Uh, so, so, uh, sort so, of, so uh, when people, buy, I mean, obviously the, the option now is they can invest in a rope. Basically, well, they're they're buying a rope, which is a hundred meters of rope, and what they get for that rope is they're buying the whole system. They're buying the the use of the boat, the rope, the people involved, the whole process right the way from start to finish. And that's what the product that, is, isn't for it? That, for, that, for that year, for that cycle. Yeah, yeah. And because that, next year, then as you start a new cycle and you can do it again and again and again. Yeah, yeah. And as you say, I mean, it's obviously working on water is not, not, not a low cost option. It's not, and um, we are using techniques to reduce the footprint of that as well so we'll be using measuring and monitoring equipment that that, that allows our, our our aquaculture farmer to not go out on the water as much as he needs because part of the reason that he'll go out on the water is just to check the moorings and the ropes in the same place but if we've got a mooring system and a, and a ping system that says it's in the same place unless we say so means his, his, his need to go out on the boat is much is, is far far more reduced mm. Mm. So, has there been any um, like? What, are there farms in existence like you, you, like you're putting in? Um, there's no. I don't think there's a model at the moment that's like us in the world. Is there an existing farm so, that do, like, using the system? I mean, that, obviously, you, you haven't you haven't pioneered the rope system, have you? No, but we pioneered this. We're pioneering, I guess, this model, this mm. this type of model solution where it's uh, a service. Uh, an ecology service that is provided um that's based on demand so if yeah. people want really want to save the planet they can do this is where it happens yeah, absolutely. and of course where this yeah. seaweed goes I'm, I'm guessing it must change the local ecology to some extent so it reverts back to tight in the sense of we're in so at the moment we're in northwest you know in the northwest uh, of Ireland, right and the land in that area is used to salty uh, seawater, rainwater, etc., salinity in its soil. So we're not doing any you know, in damage, and we'll be measuring, recording what we're doing as we do it as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, 
and get working towards a carbon credit to get out of that as a, uh, as a as a thing as a thing. So everything that we're doing this year is measured, recorded, and verified. Can be stored on blockchain, um, and then sort of then then and then we got continuous data year in year out. Oh, now you're talking. Yeah. You bring you're bringing the tech boys on with some blockchain. Come on, tell us more about that bit. <laughs> it, 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 That's it, carbon it, credits it, for the ocean, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, we're not, we're not. So I don't want to, I don't want to say we're there yet, right? Uh, because it feels like that's that's a little bit early. Um, but we're working towards that. So we're going to be. So we know that we can be increasing increasing biodiversity, uh, and we're going to be able to measure and improve that, um, especially in the marine space. Um, and the way that we're using this 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 nature balance model is is fairly new. Um, but the blockchain technology takes the uh, takes the the the, the uh, 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 an element of trust to go into that process far more than oh we're going to plant trees in Uganda at some point. This is where it happened, who did it, when, what the measurements were when they put the ropes in, what they were halfway through, what they were at the end. This is where it happened. All that tech, all that knowledge is brilliant. So. When we get to when we get to you know the high impact carbon credit, uh, because it will be a high impact carbon credit, you know, it's almost like a badge of honour. You can you know you can have a look at the blockchain. Just have a look. All this is this data. You can quiz me as much as you like. That's why we paid this much money for it because it does this. I mean, uh, what's fascinating for me would be is is actually mo monitoring what happens in the water when you put these seaweed things in there and how the water how how the environment has changed. That would be really interesting to understand. Yeah, there's there's going to be there's going to be good and bad, not not bad, but there's going to be positives to it uh, uh, over over a period of time. So you know what you're effectively doing is trying to change the temperature of a swimming pool using a teacup in in, in you know, Olympic size. Yeah, so it's going to be very very negligible in that sense. Uh, how do I eat a swimming pool with a with a, with a teacup? You know, it's going to go in a little bit. Um, but you can increase marine biodiversity. You can measure that a lot because in that water there'll be you know gills and, and fins and uh, and microalgaes and all those things that weren't necessarily there before i guess so though, there must be i, I wonder I mean, if you've got that much seaweed in the water which is taking out carbon dioxide out of the water not out of the air it comes out of the water no, it comes but, out of the air as well okay but the I, i'm guessing so but it, it's it's pulling i mean the sea sucks up carbon di carbon dioxide far more than the air does that was my more i've not my knowledge of it so we're taking it out the water and that will probably reduce the p no increase the ph of the local local environment because because co2 acidifies water so it'll probably make the water more hospitable for shellfish and those things yes so that's the idea part of the part of the solution is that we want to get to a multi-trophic solution for people who go and grow agriculture it will mm. be beneficial Know, for shellfish and mussel-fish farms, etc., to have these licenses, um, and when we get to those carbon credits as well, what's going to be really interesting is we'll be able to provide fishermen with an income outside of their fishing cycle, and farmers a similar sort of thing as well. Um, which is, you know, which makes sense because if you're the people that are feeding the world, you should, you know, you should be paid reasonably rather than, you know, mm. depending on. Uh, what the demand for that particular product is. These well, guys that is, are, yeah. Yeah. are 
Um, and, and we, you know, and when you look at it from a perspective, we're trying to make this work in, in England, but really, really, I want to be able to work it and make it work in Southeast Asia and in areas where you know people are right at the edge of climate change. Depending how quickly we can get this model up and running, uh, and we can prove ourselves, well, yeah, it's pretty important. You know, there's this, you know, there's a whole, you know, there are small island communities that rely on tourism that is is either not going to be happening because of flooding and, uh, and, uh, and such like, and fishermen that aren't going to be able to fish because they haven't got a, they haven't got a demand or supply. How do you make them uh, richer? How do you make them not suffer from the ailments of the West? Yeah, uh, it's about balance. You know, we, you know, me and you are sitting here having a great conversation. We're on the rich side of things. You know, I don't think I'm. You know, I don't think I'm rich by any measure of the imagination. But I'm not poor by their. But you know, I'm rich by their standards. No, certainly, uh, and that's what you know. That's what we need to. We need to start to 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 to, to support and help. Mm, yeah, absolutely. And as you say, I mean, an income, a carbon credit income in that part of the world would be worth a lot more than a carbon credit income here, I would, I would imagine, because the value is the same. It's going to go a lot further. Right? <clears throat> go a lot further. And, and these are the things that we need to really start to toy with. At the moment, you know, it's it's a, it's a, it's a, it's it's it's, ha- it's happening in in a locale. You know, within two or three years, you know, I I want to be getting to you know, Know, between 20 and 50 sites done and you know i'd like that that could that, there to be a hockey curve of adoption all over the all over the world so but, look we're coming to the end of our time together because we said we do yeah. 30 minutes and we probably could do longer because we could probably do an all sorts of rabbit holes but let's not Ooh. do that let's not do that let let's 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 be disciplined with ourselves and uh, who is it you want to talk to that could make a real difference here who 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 is do you think are the people that need to you need to speak to so we have we have I guess five communities and five groups of people that we want to want to. So there's there's the general public. This is a time where if you felt powerless to do anything about climate change in the now, you actually have the opportunity, right, to start saving our oceans because our oceans are where life came from. You can go onto the carbon capture website and buy a meter of rope or a couple of meters of rope or twenty meters of rope, whatever you want to do. It's twenty pound a go. If you're a small, medium-sized business and uh, wants to do something that's not buying trees, you can buy 100 metres of rope. Right? It's £1,500. Realistically, it's an investment in ecology and something that's going, that's going to give you the differential over your over your competitors, and and really make you you know make you make you stand out of the crowd. You get a carbon capture roped in badge. You get all the the paraphernalia that comes with it from a from a digital perspective that we can support. Um, if you're uh, 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 an enterprise or, uh, or, or or in the tech industry, we can really give you something that really has meaningful impact to your sustainability reporting. Right? Aside from the carbon credits that you're going to have to buy, right? This is an investment in the future of of what sustainability should be looking like. This is a model built to to allow you to sustain your businesses. Right. Sustainability is only about allowing the status quo to carry on. This is what we're trying. This is not trying. This is what we've done. Yeah, we're this, is, yeah. this is regeneration, isn't it? This is not sustainability. 
Yeah, this is regeneration of our planet. And if you want, you know, if you want something to be, you know, in five or ten years' time for your business still to be functioning, these are the sorts of initiatives that can really make a big difference. Mm. Uh, so when we go to scale of getting a million meters, brilliant. But that's that's you know, that's level one. Let's let's get to a a million hectares, a million you know, a million a million acres. Uh, you know, mm. Billion. Yeah, you know, I want I want to be really doing some significant work to help cool down our oceans, increase marine biodiversity, bring balance to our land and and start to you know slow down this climate change problem. As I said, there are lots of great initiatives, but I don't think anyone has done a, done anything or is attempting anything like this. So yeah, that's the call to action. Wow, amazing, amazing. How do you feel, Howard? Oh, well, tell everyone about it. That's the other thing. When you buy it, tell everyone about it because that's <laughs> really creates the inertia right social proof so how do you feel howard because i mean this is all about you finding meaning and, and an alternative from the from the hr world do you think you found it i feel a lot happier than uh i i love h i love my hr world right it was great but this is something that really feels like it has some purpose uh, i guess to circling back to our conversation have I finally started to get to that stage? Probably. Um, but I think that there's a lot of work to be done before the impact actually starts to hit. Yeah. I think I'm pleased with what we've created. Um, the adoption is, is, is really going to be the acid test. Isn't it? it is, isn't it? This is. It's like it. you've got there, you're ready. You just need to make it all work now. Well, thank you so much, Howard. Always a pleasure to talk to you. Um, good luck in, in the journey, ongoing journey. Thank you very much. All right. Take care. Cheers, Bob. And that was Life, Passion and Business with Paul Harvey and a returning guest, Howard Gunstock, exploring his amazing projects. If you want to know more about that, do find Howard. He's easy to find. You can find him on LinkedIn and on Facebook and on Twitter. You can find Carbon Capture at carboncapture.com. If you want to make a change, want to make a positive change to this world, Go and buy some rope from Howard. If you know someone that wants to make a positive change, go and tell someone about buying some rope from Howard. And if you know any organisations that want to make a massive difference to this planet, go and talk to Howard. Because he will be delighted to talk to you. And it is such an amazing project and so, so, so worth doing something about. It is an amazing project. It is a complete revolution in terms of how how we think about putting right the damage that we have done. All those links will be available at the website lifepassionandbusiness.com and while you are there, hopefully you have been following this podcast for a while and have explored the five questions for yourself. But if not, what's stopping you? You know, after hundreds of interviews, I can say with a hand on my heart that having answers to the questions about our passion a picture of success, an awareness of contribution, thoughts around the one question and a sense of what it all means. That is the path to a good life. Now look, you don't need me to tell you that our world is changing faster than at any other time, certainly any time I can remember. And we must be sure to know who we are and what we want out of this journey because we will not get it unless we choose it. So please give it some thought because 
you know, your future depends on it. And if you'd like some help with that process, do check out the resources tab at lifepassionandbusiness.com where you will find the five questions, ebook and worksheets. Now this stuff is packed with exercises to help you on the journey towards self-discovery. And it's at the amazing price of just $12.99. So do check that out at the resources tab at lifepassionandbusiness.com. Now, finally, has this podcast been useful to you? If so, please consider giving us a five-star review on the app of your choosing and, of course, sharing it with a friend because that's how people like yourself find good podcasts. And that's it from me until Sunday. As always, thank you so much for being here with me on this journey. I so appreciate your time and attention. I'll catch you next time. All the best.